welcome to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast, where you get to reprioritize yourself and find harmony between your personal ambitions, self-identity, and motherhood. I'm Cassie Sunshine, your host, three-time certified life and mindset success coach, and creator of the Anti-Hustle Harmony Success System for Moms. I'm a firm believer that your dreams weren't given to you by accident or coincidence. So if you're ready to ditch the hug, I have to get through another day feeling in the morning and instead create a life that includes both being an amazing mom and successfully pursuing your passions, then you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here and can't wait to jump into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our next episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. We are full force into holiday season. Um, and be honest with me, how many of you are already feeling just the craziness that comes with being a mom during the holidays? You know, I feel like holidays were already crazy enough before becoming a mom. And then it just takes on a whole new meaning when you become a mom of just trying to navigate where do you go and who do you see and how do you fit everything in and what do you want to do and what traditions do you want to start? What traditions do you want to stop? What do you want to change? There's just so much that goes into this time of year and we're barely into December already and I feel like it's just kicked in like full force. So if you're feeling it already, you're not alone. It's definitely just a crazy time of year for us and that's why I've been kind of doing some episodes geared around things that I feel like come up extra during this time of year to help you navigate through the ups and the downs. It's a beautiful time of year, so many memories and love and great things happening, but I also know it can come with a lot of challenges as well. So if you've noticed the last couple episodes have been kind of geared around things that often come up during this time of year, and today is going to be no different. So I hope that you're enjoying the holiday season so far and I wanted to do an episode on something that I'm really focusing on for this holiday season. I'm talking with with a lot of my clients as well, and I figured, you know what, I need to share this with the podcast as well. So for today's episode, I want to talk to you about five ways to help you stay more present and less, you know, dysregulated during the holiday season. You know, this is my third holiday season as a mom and something that I really wanted to be intentional about and focus on is to be more present, to really enjoy this time of year, to really just be in the moment and focus less on what I should be doing or comparing myself to others and more of what we want to be doing and how we're going to enjoy it and making the memories during these really, really precious years that I know we will never get back, right? My daughter will never be this age again during this time of year. And I become just very, you know, present to that this year. So I've been trying to work on, okay, how can I stress less and get overwhelmed less and be more present and really enjoy this time of year and come out the other side and say, yeah, like I feel like I made the most of what I needed to do during this time of year to really say I enjoyed it and made the most of this year. And so I decided to think about some of the things that I'm trying and also incorporating, you know, principles that I teach my clients all the time for staying grounded and not going into burnout overwhelm. You know, that's a lot of what my coaching is all around is how to leverage our mindset to not slip into these, you know, disempowering places. And so I was like, well, how do I apply that to 
the holiday season specifically. So if you've got a lot going on, if you really want to work on staying present, if you really just want to like enjoy this season as much as you can, then this episode is definitely for you. And I really hope that one of these kind of, you know, tips or just strategies that I'm going to, you know, talk about resonates with you. And again, as I always say, you don't have to necessarily apply all of them if that's too much. The key is never, never, never to take on too much and overwhelm yourself. But the key is I want to share your different things and take on the ones that feel right for you and your family and what you need during this holiday season. Because what I need to stay present may not be what you need or somebody else needs, and that's okay. But, you know, just see what resonates with you, try them out, and hopefully get to, you know, enjoy this season a little bit more. So with that, let's jump in. I've got some really good stuff, and I want to start, you know, just sharing with you how to stay more present during the holiday season. So the first one that I wanted to share with you is about having division of labor during this time of year with your partner and really setting agreed upon expectations. So division of labor and duties and responsibility and expectations, these are things that honestly, you know, year round are going to help you and your family and your relationship. But especially during the holiday season, there can be a lot that we feel falls on our shoulders as moms. Whether that's because we, you know, somebody has told us it has, or we just kind of take it on and think there's things we're supposed to be doing or need to be doing or things that others expect of us. And we take on all this weight and that weight just helps to kind of contribute to overwhelm and burnout and stress and dysregulation and not being able to just be in the moment and really enjoy it. And so one of the things I invite you to do at the beginning of the holiday season, you know, we're still pretty early on here. So there's still plenty of time, especially before we get into more of the craziness around Christmas to sit down with your partner and really map out all the things that need to you know, be done or the things that you know you want to do or the things that you need to do during this holiday season and just brain dump, right? Get them out of your head, get them written down and bring your partner into this because truthfully, many of them probably aren't thinking about most of this. It's just not how a lot of their brains work. So they often don't even realize how much goes into making all the things happen that happen during this time of year. So I think sitting down, having a conversation, kind of bringing it to the forefront for everybody, and then being able to go through and say, hey, we're a team. How can we go into team mode during this time of year? How can we go into partnership mode during this time of year and kind of divvy up the different responsibilities? You're going to take this on. I'm going to take this on. We're going to check in about this. And what are our expectations for when certain things will be done by, for how certain things will be done, what the end result ultimately is, you know, really discussing that because it's important to not only know what needs to be done, but have expectations that you've both agreed upon for when those things are going to be completed. Because if in your mind, you're like, oh, that needs to be done in the next couple of days, and your partner's thinking, I got weeks to work on that, then they don't take care of it. Then you feel frustrated. You feel like they're not holding up their end of the bargain. But in their mind, they're like, wait a minute, I had all intentions of doing it, but I, I didn't think it needed to be done then. So 
having mutually agreed upon expectations can really help to make division of labor more effective and work more smoothly and keep you guys on the same page so that you're not having, you know, battles of resentment without even realizing that you never actually set those expectations in the first place. But, you know, talk about who's buying gifts for who, right? Like I realized that I was taking on a large burden of, you know, thinking of gifts, not only for my own family, but for my partner's family as well. And I sat back the other day and I was like, wait a minute, he had to get them gifts before I ever existed. And if I weren't here, what would he be doing? Like he would still have to take that on himself. And I shouldn't just have to assume that it's my responsibility to make sure that we're getting gifts for everyone and think through all of that and order all of it. And so I sat down with him. I was like, hey, it's your family. Like I, I want to be a part of this, but I need you to maybe how you take lead on thinking of gifts. Maybe talk to your siblings if you want to go in on things, you know, do different things. But like you need to take an active part in this. It shouldn't just default to me now that we're together because it is your family. You are an equal part in this, you know, partnership and team. And so here's something that I think, you know, you could be comfortable taking on. And then, you know, we had some expect, you know, discuss our expectations around timing and and whatnot. But giving him that, let him take some of that mental load from me because I realized like all of that on me is a lot. Gifts for, you know, my daughter, gifts for us, gifts for family, you know, it's a lot of pressure. And it really just say, like, where can I go into team mode with my partner and, you know, discuss with him how we can both tackle what needs to happen during this time of year and get on the same page together? It's so important to have those conversations because we make so many assumptions and those assumptions can really lead to that stress and that anxiety and that overwhelm. And so instead of making assumptions, we want to have these direct conversations, really talk through these things, really lay it all on the table, and then try to go into that team mode and see how can we work together to accomplish what we want to accomplish during this holiday season. Another tip around this, though, is something that I often do for my with my clients when they're just you know, trying to figure out life decisions, maybe making career pivots, what jobs it takes, starting a business, whatever it may be. You know, we work through a lot of new goals they're trying to build and new directions they're trying to go in life. And one of my favorite, favorite tools is to write down your wants, your needs, and your non-negotiables. And that can be applied to the holiday season as well. Sit down with your partner and think about, or if you don't have one with yourself, right, that's totally okay too, and think about for the holiday season, for this year, just this year in particular, what are your wants, what are your needs, and what are your non-negotiables? And help let that guide you when divvying up your labor, figuring out who's going to handle what, and when deciding what maybe needs to come off the list, honestly, because I really recommend that you brain dump everything you think needs to happen during this holiday season, and you cross a couple things off right off the bat or right away, take some things off the list because I can almost guarantee you've got too much on there. You've put too much expectation on yourself. So really start to get intentional about your wants, your needs, your non-negotiables, and then let that guide what you're going to work on for the rest of this holiday season to try to take some things off and really be intentional about the things you're doing and how they fit into your life and your family goals during this holiday season. One other tip around this is Maybe establish some kind of you know, safe word or safe phrase that you and your partner both know of where you can say that phrase or that word and it's a signal to your partner like, hey, I'm starting to feel pretty anxious or I'm starting to feel pretty overwhelmed or just really feeling like there's a lot piling up right now. And that's a really easy signal to your partner of like, oh, wait, we talked about this. This means that like 
we I need to step in, we need to talk about it, we need to, you know, change course a little bit, maybe pivot slightly, readjust, but like have a signal of some kind to each other of like, I'm going down that anxiety road right now. I want to catch myself before it goes too far. You know, maybe you don't have to have a whole conversation then, but at least like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, alarm bells are going off. What do we need to adjust to get back on track so that we don't go down that road? Because when we go into anxiety and anxiousness and stress and overwhelm and all of that, that's going to take us out of being present during this season. The next one that I wanted to talk about is embracing imperfection. And this is a really, really big one because I think as we become moms, that perfection gene within us just like grows so much bigger. And we think that there are so many things that we have to do right and get right and do the best possible thing we can to be the best mom possible. And it's just, it's not true, honestly. And this time of year can bring this up so much because there's so much comparison going on. It's like, Oh, well, this mom's doing that and that mom's doing this and this family is doing that. Oh, they gave them this. They, you know, did that. Like there's so much going on where your brain get caught into this. Like I should be doing more. I need to be doing more. And so we want to be really mindful of that because the goal is not perfection. The goal is love and memories and connection. And that is what we want to be focused on the most during this holiday season. So one of the things that I am considering doing and I'm inviting other people in my life to consider is taking, you know, cell phone and social media breaks. So cell phone breaks could look like maybe you have a basket by your front door and your cell phones go in that basket for the hours that you come home from work until the kids go to sleep or until you go to sleep, right? Or maybe on the weekends, you decide there's a couple of hours during the day where you're not going to be on your phones at all. And you're going to put your phones away and you're just going to connect and be present and do something, an activity that you want for the holidays or something fun and joyful, right? Or you could take it to a whole other level and consider taking a social media break right now. Again, that comparison thing is so strong during this season that if you know this is a particular challenge for you where you put high expectations on yourself, you think you need to be perfect, you think you need to get it all right during this time of year, consider stepping away from the online world because it's pretty it's pretty bad right now, to be really honest with you. I've taken a significant step back. I'm probably going to be doing even more of that, and I'll, I'll share more about that in future episodes, but you know, you're allowed to decide what is in your energy and your space right now. And it's a time of year where you want to be a little extra careful about what is in your space and your energy right now. Sometimes that means taking a step back, honestly. And just remember to remind yourself constantly that you're not competing with anyone during this holiday season. There is no prize to win at the end of this, right? The ultimate prize is that quality time with your family and the memories and it doesn't matter how simple or imperfect those are. They don't need perfection to be incredible. Like your kids are not going to look back and remember perfect decorations or perfect cookies or perfect outfits or anything like that. They're going to remember the games you played and the movie nights you had and the times they laughed with you and how much love they felt during this time of year. You do not need to do what everybody else is doing during this time of year. There are so many ways to be in the holiday spirit and to celebrate and to make memories and to have quality experiences with your family. And that's going to look different for every family. Just because somebody else is doing it does not mean you should be too. So again, being very intentional before you decide to add things to your plate. 
a perfect example of this is the whole elf on the shelf thing right now. It's become very aware to me recently that so many people are doing elf on the shelf. I was like, where did this thing come from? I've at least confirmed that I'm not nuts. It wasn't around when I was growing up, but it is a thing now, right? And I started to feel like, well, should I be doing this? Like, am I missing out on something? Is my daughter missing out on something? And I really take a step back and go like, I'm not really into it. I don't really love the whole premise behind it. Honestly, the whole surveillance and good and bad thing. And that's just personal preference and some beliefs I have. I do not have the creative brain to do something new every single night. I don't love the idea of like gifts coming all you know month long. So I just I was like, wait a minute. Am I feeling the pressure to do this because everybody else is doing it or because I genuinely want to and it's what's going to bring my family and me joy during this holiday season? And so you want to make sure that you're not just doing things because you think you're supposed to and you're trying to be the perfect mom during this time of year because there is absolutely no perfect mom during this time of year, I promise. And your kids want the messy and perfect, present, loving mom way more than the mom who's stressing out trying to be perfect promise you. The third thing I wanted to talk about is a distinction about practicing gratitude. So I am huge, huge, huge on practicing gratitude. I teach it to all my clients. It's the foundation for so many tools that we use. And because gratitude is just, it's such a good energy reset when you need it. It brings you back in alignment with abundance. It can just shift your whole mindset. It brings you to be more present. Absolutely. But where people get tripped up in gratitude a lot is they're like, not every moment am I grateful for this moment, right? Like maybe, I mean, holidays bring up some challenging stuff. Trust me, I'm very much there with you. So challenging family relationships and responsibilities and time and everything. It's something that feels like I am not grateful for the challenges I'm going through or for the stress of this time of year or for, you know, this thing that happened to me during the holiday season that is making it harder for me, right? And you don't have to be grateful for those situations or those scenarios or those people or any of that. But you can find gratitude in those situations, even if it's not related to those situations, right? It's not about trying to be like, okay, everything happens for a reason. And let me find like what I'm grateful for about this thing. If I don't really feel that way, no. What you can do is if a tough thing is coming up, a challenge or you had a tough just family situation, whatever it is, you can stop, pause, and look for what you can be grateful for in your life in general. It could be the roof over your head. It could be the air you're breathing. It could be the blood flowing through your body, keeping you alive. It could be the other good things in your life. But like, we can find gratitude in any moment if we know to look for it. And that can really help ground us bring us back down, make us more present, especially if we focus on gratitude you know, in our family and in what we have and whatnot. And so if you find yourself just feeling kind of like anxious and wound up and just heavy and so many things pulling you in so many directions, pause, come back down, look for the gratitude in your life in general, in your everyday, in the simplest of moments, even the clothes on your back, the car you're driving, the chair you're sitting on, like, Find the simple gratitude in your life, and it can really help bring you back to that present moment, I promise. All right, number four is a doozy. This is a big one. Setting boundaries and remembering that no is a complete sentence. Yep, yep, it is. No is enough. You don't have to validate your choices. You don't have to explain your choices. You don't have to convince anybody else of the choices that you are making during this holiday season. You are allowed to say, no. I'm going to repeat that again, okay? You are allowed to say no. 
setting boundaries and saying no is imperative during this time of year because you are going to be pulled in a million different directions. People will have all kinds of expectations of you. You'll have expectations of yourself. People will need you. Places will need you. All the things, right? And so having to be really aware that your responsibilities are ultimately to yourself, to your partner if you have one, and to your family first and foremost, like your immediate, your kids, like your nuclear family. The rest of it technically comes second. And I know that's very hard. And it was a big shift that I had to make when I became a mom. But remember that like that is truly where my responsibilities lie. And I do not have to sacrifice myself and my self-care and my well-being and everything else to meet the expectations and the needs of everybody else around me. I am allowed to say no and set boundaries. And so are you. You know, just because you've done a certain tradition with your family for however many years or you've done holidays a certain way, right? It doesn't mean you're not allowed to change your mind. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to do them different or say, you know what, this isn't working for me at the current stage of life that my family is at. So we're going to make some changes for right now. Maybe not forever. Who knows? But you are allowed to decide for this holiday season right here, right now with where your family is at, with where your mental health is at, with where your life is at, what is going to work best for you during this holiday season and make it so that you can come out the other side having enjoyed it and been present with your family because that is the most important thing right now. And you do not have to explain your choices to others or validate you know, your choices to them. You don't. You don't have to get them to understand them. You don't have to get them to agree to them, right? That may not happen and that is okay. They are allowed to have their feelings. They are allowed to have their opinions. It doesn't mean that you have to adjust what you think is best for you and your family just because they don't agree with you, right? Now, one of the really important things to understand is that setting boundaries, we often kind of do it wrong, actually. And then we get like frustrated when people don't respect our boundaries or we feel like they're not respecting our boundaries. So oftentimes we think setting boundaries is like expressing our opinion or what we would like or a feeling that we're having about something. But really, with a boundary, it needs to come with like an action. And it needs to be pretty clear and direct and have, you know, again, boundaries with it, right? So think of it like, you know, sometimes we'll say like, oh, you know, maybe I'll talk to a family member and I could say like, oh, you know, I don't like it when, you know, you discuss diets and body size, you know, during the holidays. Or maybe it's around, you know, traveling to certain uh, people's houses for the holidays. And I'm saying like, oh, you know, it's really hard for us to travel for the holiday and fit everyone in you know, during that one day. That's expressing feelings or opinions or things that I like or don't like or would like, right? Instead, expressing a boundary might sound something like, you know, I don't appreciate when you discuss diets and body size during the holidays because I don't want, you know, my children around that kind of conversation. So if that kind of talk is included in the holiday, then we don't need to attend or we'll leave early if needed, right? That's a boundary. If this thing happens, then I'm going to do this. People can choose to honor and respect that or not honor and respect that. It's very clear. You know the outcomes. And then when you choose to follow through on those outcomes, it's a boundary that you've set. They were aware of it. They may not like it, but it was clear and they were aware of their choices in the situation, right? Another example could be saying this, you know, a family member, right? You know, it's really hard for us to, you know, travel during the holidays and fit everybody in on like that one day. So we've decided this year it's best for our family to stay home on Christmas, but we would love to do a family holiday, you know, on these days that we have available, right? 
So a boundary around, hey, this is not right for me and my family. We've made this decision, but here are the options. Here are the days that we are available and that we are offering up. And then they have the choice to choose from that. This is not to say they're going to be happy about this. This is not to say they're going to like this or that this conversation is going to go perfectly smoothly. Boundaries often don't, truthfully, depending on your family dynamics and how common boundaries are or how uncommon boundaries are, in case of my family. But you are allowed to set boundaries. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to do what is right for your nuclear family during the holidays. And it is okay if someone else doesn't agree with it, but you don't have to get their approval to do it. Not always easy, can feel really crappy. I hate disappointing anybody. Like I just, it literally hurts me in like my soul to disappoint anybody. But I also have to learn that I don't want to disappoint myself. And if I'm going to stay present and regulate and enjoy this holiday season as much as possible, I have to get really clear on the boundaries that I need to have and be very clear with people around me about those boundaries so they have a chance to adjust and know them and then stick to my boundaries, right? It's one thing to say them. It's another thing to stick to them. And it's really, really important to try your best to stick to them during this time of year. All right, last one here. This took way longer than I expected, so I apologize. I probably should have done like three, but you know me, guys. I love to give you guys as much as I possibly can. So we're going with it now. We've got number five here. Number five, remember during this holiday season, what brings you joy, not just your children or your partners? We often, as moms, get so focused on what everybody else around us needs, what they want, what is going to bring them joy, what is going to light them up, and we forget, what about our joy? What about what lights us up? What about what we love about this holiday season? And it's kind of like the air mask metaphor, right? You got to put your air mask on first in an airplane to be able to put the air mask on your kid. It's no different during the holidays. And you've got to have joy within you. Your cup needs to be filled up with joy for that to overflow to your family. I promise you, your kids get more joy watching you be happy and excited and present and joyful in the moment than you being stressed out and anxious trying to give them everything they could possibly want. They want to see you happy. They want to see you joyful. And when your cup has that in there, it overflows to the rest of your family. So don't forget to check in with yourself and ask, like, what do I love about the holidays? What would bring me more joy? What would get me really excited, right? So like for me lately, it's been, we. I love to dance in my kitchen to Christmas music with my daughter. I love Christmas music. And so I'm inviting her in this joy with me and dancing around and teaching her Christmas songs. And like, that's just, it's filling my cup up so much. And she gets a better mom in that process. You know, maybe it's going to amusement parks that get decorated. I love going to the amusement parks during this time of year when they decorate them for Christmas and all the pretty lights everywhere. So maybe you go do that with your family because it brings you joy and you enjoy it. And then you get to laugh and be playful and just happy in that moment. And I promise you that your kids benefit from seeing you that way, from experiencing that joy in your heart. And it's truthfully one of the absolute best gifts that you could give your family during this time of year. So don't forget your joy. Do things that you love too. Everybody deserves happiness during this time of year, even you, mama. All right. Those are my five tips, tricks, strategies, whatever the heck you want to call them for trying to stay more present, less anxious, less stressed, more regulated during this holiday season. They're not always going to work perfectly. 
you're not always going to be up for them in the moment. There is still going to be, you know, tough times. I think it's just inevitable in the holidays. But my hope is that these can help you to stay grounded, to stay present, to maybe even just know when you're starting to slip down that anxious, overwhelmed, you know, dysregulated road and say, catch myself. Let's circle back. Let's try one of these things to kind of regroup and get me back into that mode so that truthfully, you know, truly you come to the end of this holiday season and be like, I enjoyed it. Like I look back with a smile on my face. I got what I wanted out of it. I was really present. I enjoyed it. And I have really, really fond memories to look back on because I want that for you. I want that for your family. And I promise that you do deserve it. So I hope that brought you some support this week. Try out different things. Let me know how it's going, which ones resonate with you. Let me know which ones you were like, I needed to hear this. I love when I hear that from you know the audience. So reach out, say hi, let me know. But most of all, go enjoy your holidays. Go do things with your family. Go have some joy on your heart this week. And I will see you next week for another episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I hope this episode is you feeling invigorated, a lot less lonely, and empowered to take even a small action step this week in pursuit of your personal ambitions. To be sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button, and then share this episode with a fellow mama who needs to hear it. Together, we can make sure that moms no longer feel the pressure to sacrifice themselves, their dreams, or being great moms. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi on Instagram and Facebook at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach so we can become friends. Until then, here's to hoping you get a few minutes to yourself and some extra sleep this week.